The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up on Life Today, Bianca Oltoff voices her calling to rescue people from the horror of human trafficking. And in this moment, it, it was nothing more than a, a second, but in this moment, it was as if her cries of help me, help me please, were the reverberated cries of men, women, and children across the globe who are enslaved through labor trafficking, through sex trafficking, through organ trafficking, who are crying out, ayúdame, ayúdame, por favor, help me, help me please. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to have our guest Bianca back. And uh, this is this uh, Mexican that is married <laughs> to this German, Oltoff. Yes. And, uh, you know, so I'm having to learn how to speak Spanish and German all at once. And uh, it's, a, it's a challenge. Bianca is a blessing. She's a good friend and co-laborer with Christine Kane. And they work in a ministry that uh, is committed to rescuing, well, not only raising people up in awakening and revival, but rescuing people that have been caught in sexual trafficking and the sexual trade is total slavery and bondage. It's awful. And as we did a program earlier in the week, I, I really was just moved to pray for the men that not only exploit these girls and, and hold them captive, but the men that are in such bondage that they would be able to go in and use this for their own selfish attempt at gratification. What kind of bondage is that? It's, it's just almost in, indescribable. It's unfathomable that you be there, but they're there. And I think while we're praying and reaching out to rescue those trapped, we need to be praying for those who are trapped by what makes it possible and profitable that God would set them free. I want you to welcome back Bianca. What a blessing she is. Would you give a welcome, Bianca? Thank you. How did you get involved in working alongside Christine Kane in this particular, let's say, emphasis in, in the ministry that you all had together? Absolutely. Well, I think a couple years, because I've been on team for five years, and um, yes, I am married to a German man, but we're like chips and salsa, because he's like white and salty, and I'm fiery, and they, we need both of them. They're good mixes. Yeah. And we're both in the ministry together. And so he was the one that kind of pushed me to say, I, I think you've been in your comfort zone a little too long, or long too long. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had a conversation uh, with Christine, actually first heard Christine preach about the, the, the travesty of human trafficking, which is affecting... So was she in your church or your community? Or I was at a conference. A conference. I was at a conference. And Did you know about her before? No. That's, okay, no, I sure. didn't. Uh, but, I mean, once you hear Christine for the first time, you just, you don't really forget her. And we're sitting in the audience. I think some of her got on you. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. I like to think some of me got on her, though. I'm going to tell, I'll, let's she actually that got more you. fired up. Okay. Exactly. I'm going to tell you, exactly. Christine. <laughs> uh, so I heard her at a conference speaking about this uh, travesty that's affecting anywhere from 27 to 35 million slaves across the globe. And I remember uh, feeling very comfortable in my Christianity, very safe as an American, feeling like, wow, that's really sad that that's going across yeah. a, around the world. But surely that's not happening yeah, these here. These are actual slaves. They're, they're in sexual slavery, bondage, to be trafficked, 
and used by these predators that take them prisoner and treat them in the most abusive, unimaginable fashion for their own exploitation of the monetary gain. Absolutely, and trafficking starts, I mean, sex trafficking starts as young as three. Mm. The average age of sex trafficking in the United States is 11. That's mm. the age of entry. In the U.S. In the U.S. And I'm hearing these statistics. You know, every 30 seconds someone's sucked into the slave trade. Um, this is affecting every continent, every country, every economic social system. It's generating anywhere from 30 to $35 billion of revenue every single year. And the numbers are so overwhelming, uh, but I think, it, it hit home when uh, my husband, who was on staff at a church, uh, it's a long story, like round of events, but to keep it short, uh, there was a social worker from Orange County that happened to get this case in her docket and happened to call a church, and it happened to go to my husband, who happened to be <laughs> married to his Mexican wife, who <laughs> loves to tell stories and loves to write. The promise that I made to God, if you give me words, I will give you my voice, and now translating her story um, into a, a beautiful story of redemption that was featured on CNN in their Heroes uh, section. But her story was she was trafficked at the age of 11 um, and, and brought over to the United States with the family that had trafficked her, and she was living 3.2 miles from my house. Mm. I live in one of the safest zip codes in, in California, and I'm thinking, surely. I mean, I was raised in the hood. I got out of danger, and now yeah. I'm thinking, this is happening so close to me. I, I, was, I was gobsmacked. I was flabbergasted. How could this exist? We met with her one-on-one. -on -one. We were able to connect with um, a local organization there to help repatriate this girl and get her story documented. But it was a first-hand account of what was going on in my own backyard. So couple this with meeting Christine shortly thereafter and realizing that this is not a problem that's on faraway, you know, countries with poor economic structures. This is happening here, literally in my own backyard. And so um, Christine, in you know, if, if you know Christine, she's uh, gentle as a flower and she's very docile and, <laughs> right? Thank you. She's the antithesis of that, right? And she just very candidly said, what are you doing with your life? And I said, I want to change the world for Jesus. And she said, are you doing that, talking on your blog and doing your little Bible studies? <laughs> and in my mind, I wanted to say absolutely, but I think there was something, just the conviction of the Holy Spirit that said, I know I should and could be doing more. And am I called to build a kingdom unto myself or am I called to build the kingdom? And so there's this great opportunity. I felt like how like the mantle was thrown. It was kind of like a, I double dog dare you. And I was like, I'll show you. And we partnered with amazing people like you guys who believe in freedom, believe in A21, believe not just in our organization, but the call of freedom, the mandate on freedom. Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. You take that seriously. And all of the supporters who are watching online, who donate generously to what is going on here and now for um, this, this, year, this wonderful year of donation to free slaves, we say thank you. You have made this possible. Your supporters, our supporters, um, are coming and rallying around this cry of freedom, and it's, it's nothing short of an honor. Have you seen any specific things happen with some of the ones that have been trafficked? When you watch them sit free, we have built a, a center, this is very interesting, from California. Uh, we went and found that our ministry had inspired them and other ministries to uh, be uh, an outreach to those trafficked. And the, the, the couple 
Uh, we met them the first time in, 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 in California near Los Angeles. <clears throat> and they had served Hollywood by giving them the power plants for all of their production. And uh, the lady had a seven carat diamond ring. They sold everything, all of their equipment. She sold the ring and they moved to Thailand. Wow. And by the way, that's now more than more than 10 years, maybe 15 years ago. <clears throat> and we found them there. I also saw them back in California. But uh, because they'd come back to get help, and lo and behold, here we are, and here's help. And we helped them build the largest incredible house of uh, outreach and hope and Destiny's House. And we to give them a place to where they give people a new future. And now we've built a rescue center there that literally takes people who are in it out and keep them safe where yes. they can't get them back. <clears throat> it's all happened because of love. But it started because a couple went over there selling everything they had. They've not come back. They literally began to rent houses. That's all they could get to take care of traffic people. So it's an incredible story. Yes. And just the lives change is unbelievable. Have you seen some things happen that are miracles with individuals who or trapped in the set free. Oh goodness, I yes, a number of, of, of wonderful stories of redemption. I mean, I think one thing before we go into more stories is you have a fingerprint all over Thailand, not just with Destiny's House, but we are launching a nationwide hotline to prevent and educate and also give tips um, in Thailand. And that's, that's because of your generosity. It world, absolutely but, yeah. is. Mm -hmm. I mean, so thank you so much for that. The stories yet to be told are the ones that I'm most excited about. Mm -hmm. uh, the one, I think one of my favorite stories, and I've shared this a number of times, it just never gets old because I I never had met a survivor of human trafficking. Um, some people are called to be uh, freedom fighters. I just knew that I was called to be a freedom writer. I was not gonna be Liam Neeson, bust down brothel doors, <laughs> rescuing women. Like in my mind, I kind of thought I could do that, but I love high heels and fake eyelashes. So that's just not happening. Um, but. But um, I, I was going to go visit some coworkers in our Greece office, which is our flagship of Europe, and we have a shelter there as well as a transition home. And uh, I kind of had hopes of maybe going to the shelter and meeting some of our survivors, gathering some real lifetime stories or stories of their life in the moment. We're really excited about. And then I got a coworker who emailed me and said, "We have a we believe is a victim of human trafficking in a detention center, which is basically like a prison here in Greece. And um, but what we can't communicate with her." because she only speaks Spanish. Um, our lawyers, uh, we told our lawyers that you'd be able to translate see you in 17 hours. Hold up. Wait a minute. I may be brown, but like I grew up, the Spanish I learned was watching novellas with my grandmother, okay? Like that's not real Spanish. It's just dramatics about who shot who and it's just crazy. So I, I, the woman of faith that I am, the Bible teacher that I am, I emailed her back and I said, I can't, I don't think I could do this. Like, I'm not your girl. And she said, you're our only option, to which I emailed back, well, then I'm your best option. I mean, I, 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 I hopped on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on my blog, I called my mom, my dad, my cousin's neighbor's dog walking babysitter, and I'm just like, I need a miracle, I need the gift of tongues in Spanish, like, I don't even care. I mean, at this point, Jesus, give me something. I, I, I literally was in the plane, I still have this journal, I was writing out phrases in Spanish that I was trying to remember, like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, be a miracle right now. I landed, picked us up, uh, my lawyers, uh, picked me up and took me to the detention center. And when we got to the detention center, I mean, think of it, it's a prison. I, there's barbed wires, there's chain links, it's in a big, you know, secure building. And the Greek guard, uh, there's some communication between our lawyer and the guard, and the guard asked me in English, like, uh, do you speak Spanish? And I said, see, 
<laughs> so we were ushered in, and I remember, I'm not even kidding, I, as I was, I was walking up the stairwell, and it's so vivid in my mind, mint colored walls, mint stairwell. There was a haze of cigarette smoke from the Greek guards with hairy forearms and hairy knuckles, talking like Greeks do and smoking cigarettes. And I remember praying this big, bold, audacious prayer. God, you took the dumb, stupid, fat, brown girl from the hood who couldn't read because you are going to use her today. So I beg of you to give me words. And the guard had ushered me over to a cell and the cell was concrete floors, concrete walls, concrete ceiling. It was cold, bitterly cold. And there was thick steel bars. And in my mind, it's separating the free from the unfree. In this small cell, there was 14, 15 girls laying side by side on dingy, thin mats. They covered themselves with uh, burlap blankets and they laid in a state of comatose. It was like I stared into the faces of dead people. They were watching a 12 inch television monitor screen of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> and I remember looking at the situation saying, how is this going on? Um, oh, the guard had motioned to a girl. She had caramel color skin and chocolate brown eyes and I will never forget her. I will never forget her name. He motioned to her, she stood to her feet and she very fearfully, trepidatiously came towards the bars. And the moment that I said, hola, me amo Bianca, nosotros queremos ayudar. Hello, my name is Bianca, we're here to help you. She stuck her hands out and this is the first time that she'd communicated with anyone in 18 days. And she said, ayúdame, ayúdame, por favor, help me, help me, please. And she began to cry and cry and cry. And in this moment, it, it was nothing more than a, a second, but in this moment, it was as if her cries of help me, help me, please, were the reverberated cries of men, women, and children across the globe who are enslaved through labor trafficking, through sex trafficking, through organ trafficking, who are crying out, ayúdame, ayúdame, por favor, help me, help me, please. Um, we were able to, to get this girl out, and by the grace of God, we were able to translate her story, um, communicate to uh, the, the, the legal officials and our legal team. We were able to represent this girl, uh, bring her to our shelter. We were able to provide for her clean clothes and um, legal representation because everything had been taken from her. This girl was a very bright girl, a third-year medical student in a, um, a communist uh, Hispanic country. Um, she had paid, she had saved for two years uh, to, to, to find passage to Europe with the promise of a job as a waitress in a, in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, um, a, a two-year dream turned into a nightmare when she was trafficked. And she was um, trafficked to a number of brothels, and we were able to intervene, not only rescue this girl, but repatriate her with family members. And for the first time in, I, I can't even remember how long, she was able to pick up a phone and call her parents to communicate her safety. And in that moment, I realized I am so ill-equipped, I am so undereducated to handle what God has just dropped in my lap, but he was so faithful, and on that day, we were able to see tangible freedom in the name of Jesus. Do you rejoice? I do. And Bianca, keep it up, because God did miraculously help you, and what he put on your heart and Christine's heart, it is on his heart, and now when we share his heart, then we can share his love effectively. And I feel like that uh, it's very important if you understand the story she's just told. 
since we've been doing this, we have literally seen it happen tens of thousands of times. And in the areas, you must understand, we've gotten so many now. You'll remember uh, when we've been working in parts of India uh, and in the remote areas, and then getting them in, the, in Nepal, uh, where there's so much poverty that many of them are taken captive there and taken into India and traffic all over the place, whether it's Cambodia, whether it's Greece, whether it's Thailand, the sex capital of the world, Bangkok, all those areas, we have been able to rescue them and teach them a trade. Uh, many of you have seen them learning to weave, learning to make things, uh, learning to sew, learning how to do something. And many of these children that came through Destiny House are now teachers themselves. And many have gone back to their home from which they were taken mm. to go back and help their families. It's a miracle that's wonderful. Mark Rutland has been doing that. We helped him with House of Grace there in Thailand. And what a, he was president of Oral Roberts University now, and now he's working in, in Georgia and doing a tremendous job as a associate pastor there and preacher. What a great preacher Mark is. But, but the love that's been sown, it's been miracle after miracle, but it has all happened because of people who make it possible. You couldn't even have been there. You couldn't have had attorneys. You couldn't have had anybody working had it not been for what you were trying to do with ministry. And ministry wouldn't have happened had it not been for people just like you. Absolutely. And I actually told our audience here just a moment ago that the missionaries never feel like they're sacrificing. The relief workers don't. They feel like they're on a divine assignment. And I often have told them, you're the greatest Christians I've ever seen. <laughs> and they say, no, the greatest Christians we know are the people who watch life today and enable us to stay here. The people who see the need and they help us meet that need. And so we want to say to you right now, you have the opportunity of literally helping put God's arms around a hurting, suffering, desperate world. And one of the most specific ways that you can set captives free, literally, in sexual bondage is to help us in the rescue life, to redeem the people who've been rescued and restore them to a future. I want you to look in right now on a scene that is going to move you, I believe, to reach out and put God's arms of love around some who desperately need. And you're the only one, the only one who can meet a specific need God has placed before you. I want you to watch very prayerfully. My name is Kyrie. What is your name? I'm so honored to meet you. Do you mind sharing your story with me? ตาบ้าไม้ยังไม่จ้องก็ไว้
bị được kia kia mà dương kia mà kia mà dương kia mà kia non nè hay kia mà khăn khom dương hay kia mình nơi mùi dương nằm đo này nơi mùi dương nằm bay đo hay kia nằm bay ngay chỗ kia thế tôi chơi tới vải chất thang đằng thương mấy bữa nhưng bị không biết thi ra sài chân xong anh kia chui kia chui nhưng mình nơi hoàng ấy xuống nơi chân hốt Well, you just look at a girl with a broken heart, and yet when somebody gave her the shoulder uh, to lean on, Betty, she had the smile on her face. <laughs> in that painful situation, that's what love can do. What goes on in your heart as a, a mom and a grandmother and a person <clears throat> wow. that loves I deeply? I feel like that as you watch, watch this along with us, your heart feels broken as mine does. As a mother of two daughters, five granddaughters, my heart would be crushed if I knew that was happening to them. I would do everything I could to get them out of that situation. She wants her mother to hold her as I would hold my children and always have. But she doesn't know, she, I don't even think she knows if she'll ever see her mother again. She's a child and she, her body has been broken, like she said, and, and just abused. And she's been beaten and just felt worthless and doesn't have any hope. We want to offer these precious children some hope. We need your help to do that. I hope you will join us. And let's say we care. We want to hold you through our caring and giving and loving. We want you to have a safe place to be. Will you join with us and let's help these girls just like this one. There's so many of them. Please join with us and let's reach out and love these girls as the Lord Jesus would want us to. You know, my emotions are so torn, Betty, that I don't even, I feel like I may not be able to do a very adequate job of just asking you to help us, but I gotta be honest, my, my heart also, I'm praying for the men that are trapped in such bondage that they would use girls like that and even younger and little children. That's gotta be a horrible bondage. God break it. And then those that exploit the children, the girls to, for the money. God change their hearts. And then to those of you who are watching, would you just help us rescue her? You don't have to wonder, is everybody doing there what they can try to get that girl out? You better believe it. It's very dangerous. And it's, a, it's really a, it's simply a love mission. And the missionaries are there and they don't feel like they're sacrificing to be there, but I'm asking you to help keep them there in the rescue areas. And then give us the resources to get them out. It costs an average of $128 to rescue one. And we asked people, would you help us rescue 10 with a gift of $1,280? Could you help us with one, 128? And our viewers say, yes, I want to. So I'm saying, I'm asking you to say that. Go to lifetoday.org right now and say, we'll reach out to girls like her. We'll reach out to children that are being taken there and we'll give them a safe place where they actually have somebody care for them and not lock them up and abuse them and use them and waste them and destroy them. We're going to rescue them and we're going to redeem them. We're going to restore them. Would you do that? 
lifetoday.org or dial the number there. It's always there for people to call who need help. Now you're going to call to help. It's a lifeline now, not just a prayer line. It's a lifeline. So would you call, take a bank card, use it like a check. That's how you should always use them. Make the largest gift you can. We have some gifts to send you to say thank you that will remind you of the light of your love when you share it and the majesty of God and his creation. So please, lifetoday.org, make the gift God puts on your heart a redemptive gift of love to set captives free. Would you do that? Help us rescue as many as possible. Please make that call. You call, you want to write a check, make it to life. But call us and tell us you're mailing it. Tell us what you're sending. We need to know that because we've already targeted 5,000 to rescue. And we need your help to do it. Innocent children created to be happy, loved, and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can restore their lives with hope for a future. Your gift today of only $128 will help rescue a child and change their destiny forever. With gifts of $64 or $32, we will combine your support with others to help rescue one more child from the shame and pain of sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Light of the World Scented Candle. This beautiful candle encased in a frosted glass burns with a wonderful scent. Its flame is a reminder of your part in being a light to the world, especially to young women trapped in the darkness of human trafficking. Your gift helps provide them with hope and a way out. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280 to help rescue 10 children, and you may request our beautiful new Majesty Bronze Sculpture. Please call write or make your secure gift online today. Well, Betty and I say from the depth of our heart, thank you because you're putting God's arms of love around those who so desperately need it. And we express our thanks. I'd love to send you the light of the world candle that will be a blessing. This is beautiful. And you will treasure it and it will be a conversation piece and remind you to pray. And then the beautiful bronze. Would you help us rescue? Could you help us rescue a hundred? Ten? One? Could you give toward that? No gift too small because we're giving the greatest gift. We're giving life and love. Thank you for doing it. Join us in saying thanks to this very dynamic, gifted woman. Bianca, thank, thank you. you. And bless Christine Kane. Bless all you're doing. Thank you. All your outreaches. Thank you. Thank you for thank watching. You. Thank you for helping us rescue others.
Next week, Dr. Robert Jeffress tackles difficult questions like, can people be saved who have never heard of Christ? And do children automatically go to heaven when they die? Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.